0: Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Project Management Insights. If you caught last week's episode, you would have known that I had Hussein with me talking about PMOs, and I'm very excited to have him back again this week. And so, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, go back and have a listen. This week, uh, Hussein is going. We're going to be talking about the ways to work with your PMO. So, Hussein, welcome back, and thank you for joining me again for this episode.
1: Thanks so much, Karen. It's great to be back.
0: Yeah, so today I think um, we both know that PMOs are places that, as a project manager, I often don't like having around. Uh, just my own experience, I've, I've always felt that, you know, they've been, uh, in my words, a pain in the ass and, uh, and not always easy to work with. And so I thought today what we might do is talk about some of the ways for me as a project manager to work with the PMO. So can you help us out here and, and give me some ideas of, you know, what are the ways um, and maybe even some tips for how to work with a PMO?
1: Absolutely. It's, it's going to be a pleasure. Um, so Karen, um, you know, I do want to say that, yes, you know, there are always two sides to, to a coin, right? And so, you know it, this this marriage between project managers and PMOs to make it really work. You know there there has to be some concerted effort from both ends. You know uh, you know in our last week's episode I think we did talk a bit about what a PMO leader should do uh, from you know his or her part, and we talked a bit about what project managers should do as well. But right now I want to focus specifically on what project managers can do to work with their PMOs. Um, The very first thing that I I would ask all the project managers is to start with an open mind. So if you have a project management office leader who's either new to the organization or a PMO that's getting newly formed, then give them some of the benefit of the doubt and say, you know what, all right, you know what, maybe this is for the better Um, and see within your own reasoning and rationale if you can buy in to what the vision of that PMO is, um, you're gonna be in trouble, or I would say rather the PMO is gonna be in trouble if the PMO leader cannot articulate clearly what the vision of the PMO is, right? So that's something that the PMO leader must do. They need to be able to make sure that they understand why the project management office is being created in their organization and be able to very clearly um, explain to others, why that is, um, and and if that makes sense to the project management uh, team, if it makes sense to the project managers and portfolio managers and program managers, then that buy-in should be there. Because without that buy-in, um, you know, if you don't believe in what you're doing, uh, you can do as much of a great job, but it's not really going to shine through. So, you know, my, my first request and my first suggestion is to start off with that open mind. Um, you know, we talked about PMOs being a safe haven, being a, um, a, a community of product managers where, where you can literally, you know, uh, go in, you know, uh, vent things out, learn new things, et cetera. If you feel that, at you know, while the PMO is, is just about to grow or it's, it, it's been around for a while, but that community, that safe haven com- sense isn't there, then take the lead in forming it. Right. Approach the project management office leader and say, "Hey, you know what? I think that this is probably going to help a lot uh, for 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 all the project managers within the organization. State your reasons why that's the case, and 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 offer to to help lead it, and and, and see how that flies. Because uh, you know sometimes there are so many things that a PMO leader has to take care of at that point in time. Not that you know this isn't an important uh, uh, important piece to tackle, but if that is something that can be taken off the plate and uh, be be taken care of, that'd be fantastic. And again, who better to lead a project management community of practice uh, or a project management safe haven than a project manager who is well, um, uh, you know, well aware of the of the organization, uh, who is very familiar with the organization's culture, and who has already gained the respect of his or her peers? So yeah. Taking the lead informing that community, you know, could be fantastic.
0: Yeah. Um, and I, and can I jump in and say that yeah. I totally agree and I think from my perspective what happens is that there is that uh, separation that exists between the project, me, the project manager, and the project management office. And, and I think last week we, you spoke about how the project managers are working on the ground and the project management office leaders of course aren't they don't get to see what's going on and I think what I take from what you've just said here is that this is a way for the PMO to understand some of the issues that the project managers may be having that will help them to I guess develop further support in whatever way it's needed but if the project management office is not aware of the issues and the problems that the project managers are having, then how can they provide support? You know, so it's a way for the PMO to become aware of where and how the project managers need support.
1: Exactly. And and I would say it's it's also very akin to the relationship between the CEO and a COO of an organization, Karen. You know, the CEO is always looking upward and outward. Yep. And CEO is always looking uh, inward and, and and downward, right? Mm. And yep. It, both those roles need to exist. Both those roles are crucial for the success of an organization. And I think uh, what how you just described the situation, um, I, I think that that fits in just well. And that it would it would be crucial for success of uh, of a P of a PMO. I mean, you know, frankly speaking, I think you know for someone to take that lead, really that. Really, I would say you eventually get to become really the the right hand person of the PMO leader, and, and something someone who can be groomed to eventually take over that role in in a few years time. Because you know, as the PMO leader, if you do a, a bang on job, you can definitely you know go ahead and um, reach higher levels of uh, of, uh, of of leadership in terms of the next career opportunity. Which means that the PMO needs to, Someone to lead and uh, to be someone needs someone to be led by, and you know having this person out there that's a fantastic opportunity for them as well.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, yep.
1: So, Karen, just to continue with some of the other ways, um, you know, I think there's something that I, I I did talk about last week as well but I think I think it's worth doing a quick mention this week as well. Is you know whenever project managers are providing some feedback to the PMO leaders on something that isn't working or that could be done better. You know, do it in a constructive way. Don't just say, hey, you know what, it's not working. Tell, provide the reasons why and offer uh, to help out if possible. Uh, and what can be done to, to, um, to implement the feedback that you're providing. I think that's pretty important. Um, the other thing that I would say is, you know, obviously, you know, the project management office is there to, to tell a few things, right? Uh, for, for, for good reason. But if those reasons aren't being told to you, ask them as project managers, you should know why you're being asked to do something. Um, and I think if you if the project management office leader has the foresight to appreciate that, I think it's going to be a win-win for everyone. But I think in any situation, just understanding the why is so important, right? if you're even if you're dealing with, with the with with a, with a kid, you know, you tell them not to do something, they'll probably retaliate back. But if you try to explain to them why you're telling them not to do something, then they'll probably see the reason through it.
0: And yeah.
1: agree with you. Yeah. Um, so those are some of the some of the things where, where where I think uh you know PM where where PMOs and project managers can can work together. But uh, you know, I did talk a bit about know the happy part situation if you, if you will right yeah you take know, you, you something and it gets it gets done uh, let's talk a bit about a couple of situations where things aren't going that well yeah. right um, and see what you guys can do what project managers can do uh through those so you know let, let's be honest right that we've all faced situations where PMOs are micromanaging right uh, yeah. you know they've yeah. been asked to to Implement certain standards, and they are providing certain certain levels of governance. And it's uh, getting too too much for project managers to to bear their their cramped of for space. They need some breathing room. Uh, what happens in that situation? And you know what I what I usually tell people here is 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 literally an answer to hey, you know what, if your boss is micromanaging, what do you do? And uh, the approach that I usually suggest is. You know, do it a few times. So uh, sometimes the micromanaging happens because there isn't the trust isn't there for uh, between the boss or in this case the PMO in the project managers that the project managers will, will be able to execute those things the way they need to be. So that's fine if if that relationship isn't built yet. That's fine. Do it a few times to build that trust, right? But once you've shown that you can do that well repeatedly and it still continues, then you need to go ahead and and have a candid chat about this to the project management office leader and to the team. That, guys, hey, you know what? I let it slide for a while. I understood that, you know, we need to establish that relationship. But as you can see, I'm pretty well suited for this role. I can do a bang up job. you need to give me some space. I, I appreciate working, you know, in this specific way and it would help. Um, so please let me go ahead and, and do that. So I think I think in that situation, you know, just building that trust and having a candid conversation really helps. I know it's helped me in the past. Um, and if you're in that situation, go ahead and give it a shot. Um, another situation where I've seen, uh, you know, things not going that well is, that the solutions that are being offered by the PMO, uh, like in your, I think we talked about this um, uh, uh, last week, Karen. Where you know the templates that are being provided by the PMOs uh, aren't very effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do in those situations, right? So um, you know, in, in, in those perspectives where where um, the solutions by the PMOs aren't really helpful, build up some data you know, yourself, and I'm sure if, if it's not working for you, it's not working for your other uh, peers, other project managers in the company, build up some data to to say why that's not working, right? So for instance, if the tool is bad, it's probably, you know, it doesn't have the right amount of data or it's taking you a lot more time to uh, to collect uh, the data or, or, or spit out the report or or things aren't inaccurate or there's configuration issues, whatever there might be, um, you know, Build up that data and, and then go ahead and, and show it to them that hey, you know what, it's not working because of this. If a process that they introduced, let's say for instance, is inefficient, you know, and it's taking you more time, you have to go through multiple hoops, it's delaying your project. Go ahead, you know, make sure that you also have some feedback from your peers and again show with facts that guys, what you suggested. You know, use that that in your best intention. Again, you guys are giving them the the PMO the benefit of the doubt, but it's not working. So let's go ahead and fix them. And again, with that, provide suggestions and feedback uh, that can that can be used effectively and constructively to uh, to to improve those situations. So you know, those are some of the things, Karen, that I had in mind in terms mm. of how project managers can work with. Their PMOs.
0: And can I ask you your perspective? I know that when I've worked with a PMO before, one of the things that I really found was great was that they were like my assurance space, like my, my the place where I they were checking, you know, have I done my reporting, have I been updating my business case, have I tick boxes with you know risk management and things like that and what I found was it was great to have that check-in in in a space sometimes where I was just absolutely frantic I saw the value in them doing that for me to help me I guess ensure that I was doing the best things that I could for my project you know what do you think about that and have you had any experiences with that
1: Oh yes, absolutely. I mean, both you know, while you know, being a project manager and working with the PMO, as well as you know, being part of the PMO and and informing uh, or advising the project management team. I think I think that level of governance is in a lot of cases with PMOs uh, a, a core responsibility that comes with with it. And uh, if that is something that is the need of the hour, when if it is, then it will, it will truly help you, right? Like you mentioned. So if, um, if that governance is happening, um, that is fine. And again, there, it has to be within good reason. So, you know, um, for me, the way that governance works is again, taking um, bringing that governance to the change where that change becomes easier for people to accept, right? Mm-hmm. So for instance... Um, in the early stages, when you're bringing this change in, you know, showing a bit of tough love versus policing is far more effective, right? The point is, initially, the point is, all right. For, for instance, if it's about reporting, Karen, then it, are the reports getting done? Okay. Yep. You know, originally zero percent of the reports got done. Then you know, fifty percent, eighty percent, ninety percent. Then we look at the accuracy of the reports. Then we look at all the different checkboxes. So we slowly and gradually allow, you know, everyone to get accustomed to it so that it doesn't feel like a a forced thing, but a natural transition. And that is the most important thing that the PMO leaders need to understand is, is how mature an organization is and how quickly can it mature to the level that They'd ideally like to. I always tell PMO leaders: is if you are building a PMO that is either less mature or more mature than your organization, you will fail. You have to find that actual, exact level where you need it to be. Uh, you know, to give you an example, um, you know, I was creating uh, some templates for an organization, and I, I took a first shot and I, I sent it for feedback, and they said, Hosanna, are you kidding me? Like, nobody's going to fill all these things that you've put in here." I was like, really? Like, yeah, just go ahead and put like these two uh, pieces of information within that document. And that is all that we need right now. I was like, okay, yeah. perfect. Let's go ahead and do that. And that was far more effective um, than is than, than going about getting all that information. And so, you know, at this point, just need to understand that good and done is better than perfect and not yeah.
0: done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a really great thing because that's exactly my experience and and I was then happy to work with the PMO if that was the attitude of the PMO leaders and the PMO staff. Uh, you know, it had me willing and wanting as a project manager to work with them. So that's a really good thing uh, if if the PMO leaders are being taught that that's a great way to be, uh, then, you know, it helps me as a project manager, be able to A, do my job, B, know that I've got that check in place, and then it creates a win-win because I don't have to go out of my way to do stuff that is absolutely crazy and I can see no benefit in it. And right. yeah, as I said, the, my back's being covered that I know, well, yes, I'm, I am doing what I'm required to do. So that's really, really valuable. So I just want to, again, uh, reiterate that your project management, your PMO Summit, uh, is commencing today is that right
1: yes that's right yes i'm pretty excited about it uh the pmo virtual summit is going live today uh for all project managers who are either interested in um you know eventually becoming project management office leaders or or just curious about what to expect from their pmos the sort of discussion that we're having it's mm-hmm. a fantastic opportunity for them to check it out it's Virtual, so you can do it from anywhere in the world, from your office, your coffee shop, your home, wherever else that you want it to be. It's absolutely free. All you need to do, Karen, is go to pmovirtualsummit.com, sign up, and you're in. So the sessions are already starting today. Uh, They're lasting until the 18th of October, so just a uh, three-day summit. So I would encourage anyone who who is really interested in, in PMOs to certainly check it out.
0: Fabulous. That's really great. And uh, hopefully these two episodes that we've spoken uh, about the PMOs have added some value for our project managers. And I really want to thank you for joining me on the Project Management Insights podcast.
1: It's been a pleasure, Karen. Thank you so much for having me
0: welcome okay everybody well um there we are wrapped up another episode of project management insights make sure you register for the rss feed catch me on itunes or stitcher radio or podcast addict and i'll talk to you next week for another episode of project management insights thank you for listening to this project management insights podcast Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training.